0: Jesus pursues the lost. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good Monday morning, my friends. We are moving on into a new chapter today in Luke's Gospel. We're going to start Luke chapter 15, and we are in verses 1 through 7 today. Uh, The next several uh, sections in this passage... Um, deal with stories Jesus tells about lostness and the attitude of God's kingdom toward uh, the lost. And I think this gives us a beautiful and clear glimpse into the heart of God as it relates to God's attitude towards uh, His precious lost ones. And um, I think it's important that as we begin, we discuss what spiritual lostness is, uh, because often it's, it's apparent to me, at least, that uh, people who are lost are often not aware of their lostness. They're often completely unaware that they're lost because they're completely unaware of God's holy kingdom. Um, They are immersed only in life in this secular world, this, this earth of jobs and deadlines and bills and amassing wealth and these kinds of things. And so they're completely spiritually unaware of God's kingdom and his desire to have them as a member of his heavenly family. And so lostness is... Uh, Something that um, often I think many, many people uh, overlook um, because they're not aware. And I think some Christians struggle to uh, determine uh, how to identify lostness in another person. Now, a person's external life can have everything going right. Their relationship with their spouse, they're living in a nice home, they're driving two cars, their kids are doing well in school and going off to college, they're paying their bills, they live in a nice neighborhood, they have all the externals covered and things look good, but the internal situation of their heart Has them living life apart from God, far from God. And so spiritually, they're in a far country of lostness and they're not even aware of it because the externals are going so well. All of their outside needs are being met. So, what would make them look to God? What would make them turn their will to God? What would make them Look in God's direction and consider their need for Him. And so everything can be going right on the outside, and a person can still be lost on the inside. And so we want to address the issue of lostness. And hopefully, by uh, reading what Jesus says, we see the value that He places on the lost, His desire to pursue them. And we, uh, being His disciples, His followers, must embrace the same attitude, and we must have the same desire to reach those who are lost, those who are walking apart from God sometimes uh, for no fault of their own. They just have not been made aware of His kingdom and His desire to know them, And, and that's our call is to Go like Jesus to seek and save that which is lost. All right, well, as we begin this morning, let's uh, go to the Father, and then we'll get into our study of the Word. Heavenly Father, we love you today, and we thank you, Jesus, that we are among the found. We are among those for whom the blinders have come off, and the kingdom of God shines forth in our spirits and in our the eyes of our heart, and we see you as you are, Jesus. And we thank you that by your grace and mercy, you have awakened us to that reality and to the reality of our need for your grace, our need for your salvation, and we thank you, Jesus, that we are among those who can be counted the lost who have been found, and Lord, would you impress it upon our hearts to desire to be used by you to help some others who are lost become part of the found. Um, that's a great calling, and we're so glad that we can share in that with you, and we pray that you would help us to see the kingdom in a new and fresh way as we read these words today, as we read your words today, and uh, study them, and, and we pray, Lord, that you would give us new insight and understanding, uh, that we might apply them to our lives and to our witness, and we ask these things in your name. Amen. All right, Luke fifteen one through 7. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus But the Pharisees and teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable, Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. Now, the trajectory of this teaching is that Jesus cares deeply about those living in the far country, those sheep of his fold who wander from his love and care and protection and safety. He cares deeply to go after the lost. In fact, he's willing to leave the 99 content sheep, the sheep that have no desire to wander, the sheep that are happy with the pasture they're grazing in, the sheep that are uh, not Ambitious like this wandering sheep to go into these far country places whose appetites and desires take them away um, from the fold of the shepherd's care. But this one sheep has wandered from the fold of the shepherd's care and the shepherd knows his sheep and the shepherd is keenly aware that one of his precious ones has wandered away. And he doesn't sit back with the 99 waiting for the lost sheep to come to his senses and turn back around and, and come back to the, to the pasture they're grazing in and reunite with the fold. The shepherd gets up and he organizes a search party and he goes after that sheep. And he looks in every ravine, every, every hillside, every um, mountain crook looking for that little sheep who's wandered away. And when he finds it, he throws that sheep on his shoulders and he walks it home to safety. And then when he's got that little sheep home, he calls together his friends and says, Let's celebrate. My lost sheep has been found. And great rejoicing ensues. And the picture Jesus paints is of God's heavenly kingdom. When a sinner who's wandered away and and is wandering in their lostness is found by Jesus and carried home to the place that he belongs, to the place of God's safety and care and provision. And, and um, great rejoicing occurs in heaven when the lost are found. Jesus cares about those who are found as well. He cares about the found ones. <laughs> and he wants them to be secure in his kingdom and, and to be content in his kingdom as well. But he goes after the lost because he knows there's no chance for them unless he pursues them with his love. And so um, that is the attitude of the kingdom. Jesus says it as another place in the Gospels that the Son of Man did not come uh, to serve, to be served, but to serve. And that the Son of Man came to seek and save that which is lost. And so the attitude of Jesus in his own ministry here on earth was that of a servant who would go after uh, the lost, who would pursue the lost with his love. And if His love resides in us, then the trajectory of our lives, too, must be committed to seeking and to pursuing that which is lost with the love of God, to welcome them home into their place in the kingdom among the family members of God. And so, my friends, I'm challenged by these words. The glimpse of the kingdom it gives us is beautiful. And if we can look back in our mind's eye and and go back into our hearts, into our own moments of lostness, and the, and the feeling of God's mercy finding us and discovering us in that trench of pain, in that trench of sin, whatever it might have been for you, and that place uh, that we were walking so far from Him in such utter darkness. And then His mercy breaks through. And he throws us on his shoulders, and he carries us home to safety. There is no better feeling than knowing you're wrapped in the master's embrace and the safety in, of his care and protection once again. And you come to your senses, and you realize that you were rebelling against his love, and you were wandering into things that had no, that had no good in store for you. And then his love finds you and rescues you and brings you home. My friends, we have the opportunity of of guiding some lost ones home into the Father's embrace, into their place in the kingdom. And I would pray that we would take seriously our call to go after the lost ones so that they might become part of the found. All right, my friends, thank you for listening and studying today. God bless you as you set out on your journey with him today. And I pray that you would see his hand at work in your life in powerful ways as we begin a new week. Thanks for listening.